Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the June 11th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1285 to 1292 of the Catechism. Article 2, the Sacrament of Confirmation. 1285, Baptism, the Eucharist, and the Sacrament of Confirmation together constitute the Sacraments of Christian Initiation, whose unity must be safeguarded. It must be explained to the faithful that the reception of the Sacrament of Confirmation is necessary for the completion of baptismal grace. For by the Sacrament of Confirmation, the baptised are more perfectly bound to the Church and are enriched with the special strength of the Holy Spirit. Hence they are, as true witnesses of Christ, more strictly obliged to spread and defend the faith by word and by deed. 1. Confirmation in the Economy of Salvation 1286 In the Old Testament, the prophets announced that the Spirit of the Lord would rest on the hoped-for Messiah for his saving mission, the descent of the Holy Spirit on Jesus at his baptism by John was the sign that this was he who was to come, the Messiah, the Son of God. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit. His whole life and his whole mission are carried out in total communion with the Holy Spirit, whom the Father gives him without measure. 1287. The fullness of the Spirit was not to remain uniquely the Messiah's, but was to be communicated to the whole Messianic people. On several occasions, Christ promised this outpouring of the Spirit, a promise which he has fulfilled first on Easter Sunday and then more strikingly at Pentecost. Filled with the Holy Spirit, the apostles began to proclaim the mighty works of God, and Peter declared this outpouring of the Spirit to be the sign of the Messianic Age. Those who believed in the apostolic preaching and were baptised receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in their turn. 1288. From that that time on, the apostles in fulfilment of Christ's will imparted to the newly baptised by the laying on of hands the gift of the Spirit that completes the grace of baptism. For this sake, in the letter to the Hebrews, the doctrine concerning baptism and the laying on of hands is listed among the first elements of Christian instruction. The imposition of hands is rightly recognised by the Catholic tradition as the origin of the Sacrament of Confirmation, which in a certain way perpetuates the grace of Pentecost in the Church. 1289. Very early, the better to signify the gift of the Holy Spirit, an anointing with perfumed oil, chrism, was added to the laying on of hands. This anointing highlights the name Christian, which means anointed, and derives from that of Christ himself, whom God anointed with his Holy Spirit. This rite of anointing has continued ever since, in both East and West. For this reason, the Eastern churches call the sacrament chrismation, anointing with chrism or miron, which means chrism. In the West, the term confirmation suggests that this sacrament both confirms baptism and strengthens baptismal grace. Two traditions, 
East and West. 1290. In the first century's confirmation generally comprised one single celebration with baptism, forming with it a double sacrament, according to the expression of St. Cyprian. Among other reasons, the multiplication of infant baptisms all through the year, the increase of rural parishes, and the growth of dioceses often prevented the bishop from being present at the baptismal celebrations. In the West, the desire to reserve the completion of baptism to the bishop calls the temporal separation of the two sacraments. The East has got them united so that confirmation is conferred by the priest who baptizes, but he can do so only with the miron consecrated by a bishop. 1291. A custom of the Roman Church facilitated the development of the Western practice, a double anointing with the sacred chrism after baptism. The first anointing of the neophytes on coming out of the baptismal bath was performed by the priest. It was completed by a second anointing on the forehead of the newly baptised by the bishop. The first anointing with sacred chrism by the priest has remained attached to the baptismal rite. It signifies the participation of the one baptised in the prophetic, priestly and kingly offices of Christ. If baptism is conferred on an adult, there is only one post-baptismal anointing, that of confirmation. 1292. The practice of the Eastern Churches gives greater emphasis to the unity of Christian initiation. That of the Latin Church more clearly expresses the communion of the new Christian with the bishop as guarantor and service of the unity, Catholicity and apostolicity of his church, and hence the connection with the apostolic origins of Christ's church. Okay, very well. So today we've moved on and today we are in the Sacrament of Confirmation. The Sacrament of Confirmation is um, uh, a sacrament that goes hand in hand with baptism. And we see today what it's about, that it's um, a a sacrament that in the West is uh, separate from baptism, that it's separated by whatever, 12 years, 15 years, depending on the person, depending on the tradition of the country. But it's, it's well separated and it's delivered by the bishop. And uh, in the East, as we saw, as we heard, uh, they've continued a different tradition that keeps it together with baptism. In the West, for the first thousand years, it was given together with baptism. But then the desire to have every Christian receive a sacrament from the hands of their own bishop, uh, that everybody at least once in their life would receive a sacrament from the bishop, that the bishop would confirm and uh, confirm I suppose we have the word confirmation in regular English, but uh, in in Latin, the confirmatio is both our, like to confirm something, to say that it's true, but also is to to strengthen. That's the other meaning of the Latin word. It has a strengthening effect as well. And this is what confirmation is, that you're more perfectly bound to the church, enriched by the special grace of the Holy Spirit, so that you can be a witness of Christ, to spread and defend the faith by word and by deed. This is the, the, the old catechisms, you say this as well, that the person who's confirmed becomes the, the soldier of Christ, the, the milites Christi, this, this, confer, this, this theology of confirmation, preparing us to live the faith in the world, to live the faith in this generation, in the world, again, not just our world, in every every generation since the dawn of history, 
every generation since Christ founded the church, has had to fight for the faith. To live as a Christian is a battle. You know, I have fought the good fight, St. Paul will say, and each one of us has to fight the good fight. And confirmation is that strengthening we need to help us to fight this fight in the battle for our salvation. So this is the, the introduction to confirmation. Uh, this section that we're looking at is is this, and again, it's always linked with baptism, and we've seen the two different ways that it is done in the East and in the West. In the East, they've kept, in, in the early church, it was given to everybody with their baptism by the bishop, because the bishop was at every baptismal celebration. As the church got bigger and the bishop couldn't be at every celebration of baptism, and as people began to be baptized at different dates throughout the year, uh, they, they had to do one of two things. Either give the priest the permission to give the confirmation, which happened in the East, which can happen sometimes in the West as well. Uh, and it's what happens, for example, in adult initiation. If you're baptizing somebody at the Easter Vigil, the parish priest can give the confirmation. You don't need to, to have the bishop there. Uh, better for the bishops there to give it. But if it's in a parish, it's the, the pastor or the parish priest that gives it. Um, and in the, uh, But in the East, they kept it together. Uh, but they gave the priest the power to the, the authority to do this, but he must give this this sacrament using the miron, using the the chrism, using the, the 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 consecrated perfumed oil that has been consecrated by the bishop. He can't consecrate this oil himself. So if he gets the oil from the bishop, he can perform a baptism with confirmation. If he doesn't, he can't. So anyway, we'll continue tomorrow and tomorrow. We look at 1293 through 1301. God bless.